Hey, what's up, everybody? Joe Rodriguez here coming to you from Bristol, Connecticut. Welcome to another edition of the ETO Podcast, the L3 Online Podcast, episode 43. I love doing that. <laughs> I don't know why, Super. I just, I like it. I like the sound of that. And it just feels good. How you doing, man? Good, good. Ready, man. You got a little clap también. Eso es todo. Para el clap para la leyenda. <laughs> La leyenda de quién? ¿De Del dónde? podcast, güey. ¿De dónde más? <laughs> you have your own legend in this podcast. So. Ande, pues, canijo. Uh, so, lots to uh, talk about today, Super. So, uh, I want to get started right away, dude. Champions League. Oh. All right. Lots was... to talk about with the Champions League. But um, before we actually get started with the Champions, I actually want to welcome in a very special guest of mine. I think he's ready to go. Let me see. Is he ready? Yeah, I think, like, he's ready. He looks like he's ready. He's smiling uh, a little bit. All right. Well, let's see. Uh, I want to introduce uh, nada más y nada menos que uh, a very good friend of mine, an old uh, buddy, Moises Linares, anchor for Telemundo Deportes in Washington, D.C. There he is. Look at him. Eso Eloncito y todo. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Moises Linares? ¿Cómo estás, canijo? Yo, what's going on, man? Uh, working hard, dude. What, what can I tell you guys? Uh you know what I noticed? I need to, this background's not gonna, if we're gonna keep doing this, I need to, I need to put something around these walls. Put some uh, Telemundo, put some Telemundo or NBC uh, logos in the back, dude. I actually have a bunch of scarves and jerseys that I haven't really used in a long time. I think they would make for a good background. Man. There you go. That's true, dude. <laughs> hey, uh, Moises, so we're going to get started with uh, the CONCACAF Champions League, man. Um it, it's been a, a, an annual tournament where you typically have nothing but Mexican soccer uh, teams uh, typically make it to the top. But, um, hey, we cannot speak uh, – I mean, we can't say anything but good things about the Central American teams, man. So why don't we get started with that right away and give us your impressions of what you made of their performance, uh, you know, from what we saw. I think you said it uh, best, impressed, impressed by what they've done impressed that they made it this far and performed the way they did. Uh, credit to uh, Alianza, credit to Comunicaciones. I honestly thought they were going to get destroyed yesterday versus America and Stadio Azteca. We know what that stadium means. I think these players know exactly where uh, they're playing in and the fact that, you know, they stood their ground and they competed and they pushed America to, to penalty kicks says a lot of, of what it means to play Mexican teams in competitions like these. Uh, the difference and the economical differences are enormous. There's no comparison. Right. I think they understand the fact that uh, they're not even worth 10% of what an America team is worth. Alianza, on the other hand, uh, 
gets a W in in El Salvador versus uh, Tigres, and that was a shock in itself. And then to go and to make Tigres or push them to the last 20 seconds because, let's be real, and I've seen this play over and over, and we were talking about it last night. The, the, the reason why Alianza is not in the next round is because, for some reason, the defense decided to fall asleep. Yeah. You see a goalkeeper running 100 yards. He goes into the box. Nobody's marking him. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, this guy's over six feet tall. Of course <laughs> he's going to beat you. All of the Salvadoran players are probably under like 5'11". So yeah. it was a mistake, but it teaches you a lesson. Alianza has been doing um, very well over the last few seasons. Uh, cutting it short, competing till the last minute. And it shows that Alianza, since we're talking about Central American teams, they've done something many people outside of Central American don't, don't know about. They're consistent in uh, getting the best players available to their team. They're also consistent in keeping the same head coach or the same structure. Mm-hmm. And that's been very positive for them. Comunicaciones, very, very, you know, hard-fought game. Yeah. Like they say in, in Latin America, juegan con mucha garra. So mm-hmm. that showed last night. And, uh, yeah, hey, that's one of the biggest teams in Guatemala. They've been suspended. Remember that Guatemala was suspended for a few years by FIFA right. because this whole uh, uh, government and uh, the soccer body, you know, having issues. So it takes away. Uh, I think Tigres, Tigres uh, has shown weakness for the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the the era of a Tuca Ferretti is coming to an end, whether we like to see it or not, uh-huh. unless you want to keep him like a Sir Alex Ferguson. But <laughs> I think it's time for a change in Mexico and for that team that spends that much money. Yeah. You have to compete and shoot. you should be walking. Yeah, This should not. This should be a cakewalk. But the thing is, and uh, we've talked about this in the past, and soccer fans know it, when you know you're playing against somebody who's better than you, mm-hmm. it elevates your level, whether you like it or not, whether you want to call a whether you want to call it a, a a bad game, a game off, a tactical misplanning by the better team. Yeah. Any team in Central America, when they play the Mexican teams, when they play MLS teams, they're going to compete at a higher level. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, really quick, what I want to do is actually I want to show the bracket really quick um, because the, the, the bracket just kind of speaks, uh, speaks volumes, actually. Oh, never mind, actually. Hold on just a second. Showing the wrong clip. <laughs> Andamos aquí medio... Los técnicos again, man. Siempre, Come on, ¿no? se, se <laughs> Hey, hey, it's all right, it's all right. Here we go. Anyways. I style bracket. There you go. So we're taking a look at the bracket right now, Moises. And, uh, you know, as you mentioned, these uh, games were all hard fought, dude. Uh, you know, so on the top portion of the bracket, of the bracket you saw that uh, Atlanta, uh, they think they took care of business with Motagua, and America, as you mentioned, struggled with comunicaciones. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Atlanta walked over Motagua. That was a uh, that was uh, a really good series for the MLS team. Mm-hmm. And Saprisa competed, but they didn't have enough juice. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing here Cruz Azul. They're going to be taking on the winner of tonight's matchup. Actually, just in an hour, less than an hour, uh, LAFC and Leon. That's a really good matchup uh, that's going to be taking place soon. Uh, and they're going to end up playing the winner of that. So that's obviously like you know a Liga MX matchup right there. On the other side, you mentioned already. Uh, Alianza, really, really good job against Tigres. Uh, New York City FC, they took care of business as well. So that's going to be the matchup out here in the Northeast. And then uh, at the bottom portion, you mentioned Saprissa. Uh, I was actually surprised that the Impact ended up beating them. What do you What do you make of that one? 
I think Zapriza just didn't have the juice. They've shown in other competitions because you also have the Central American uh, Champions Cup, right, where all the Central American top teams play each other. Right. And they were kind of just – they were getting by just with enough enough to get to the next round. I don't think uh, – I like, like many of these teams, they start selling their best pieces. Uh, they start making all these changes after tournaments. So by the time they're qualified to these rounds, they're still playing their like they're ending tournaments in Central America. So by the time they get to this point, it's a completely different team. It's a different structure. It's a, a beginning of a new project. So like MLS team, MLS teams, I think that plays against them when it comes to these type of games. Hey, yeah, yeah. Saludos, Moyel. Super mojado here. Um, I think it's a lot, a lot to do with the, you know, what what happened with Tigres and America. They were overconfident. Mm -hmm. I think that, in my opinion, that's what happened. I think they just yeah. thought it was gonna be a piece of cake, and I mean, you saw Tigres scoring three goals like it was nothing. So now, yeah, but they, uh, but, but they say that all the time, though. They say that it's always supposed to be a piece of cake. It's always supposed to be an easy matchup. Monterrey, Rayados didn't have an easy time against Alianza when they faced each other. I believe it was last season. So. I just think they always underestimate rivals, like you said. But at the same time, I'll go back to what I mentioned earlier. It's going to elevate the level of play when it comes to, to the Central American teams. They want to knock out a giant. And for them, like, if, if Alianza would have pulled that off, it would have been a historic win. And it would have been a historic loss for Tigres. But Piojo um, said it last night. Like, I mean, after they beat Comunicaciones, the way they feel the mentality of some of these Mexican teams is the fact that, you know, why are we playing these tournaments? Yeah. We don't need to be in these competitions. We should automatically qualify to the semifinals and then worry about uh, what happens from there on. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Even the coaches, you know, they come out and say, hey, listen, we, we, you know, this is worthless. This is not, it doesn't do anything for us. I mean... It, it's but, more like but, a lose-lose situation no, for them, is that no, what yes, you think? It is, but, but in a way, it, this is... I know, but you're in this area. You have yeah. to play it. It's good for the other teams because, you know, they put a lot more effort into this because, they, like you said, they want to beat the, the big teams. And now... Yeah, yeah. It, and, the, and the thing, I mean, you're not playing Copa Libertadores anymore. I mean, right. yeah. that's probably going to happen soon enough because it's, it's in the best interest of Conmebol. It's in the best interest of, of Mexican soccer to keep growing uh, its, uh, its level of competition to compete with the better clubs. But, at the, but I mean, for, for anybody to say it's not... It doesn't do anything for you. That I don't think that's actually true because one, economically, it does a lot for you. Right. Yes, it grows yes. your brand. You're playing in the U.S. Whether you like it or not, the dollars, the money that's coming in is much more here in the U.S. than it is in Mexico yeah. or in, in any other Central American, even South America. I know, and I think it's good. I I agree with it. Like, uh, uh, um, you know. You have to play them. You have to be able to. You, you have to grow the the area. You know the 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 level of play of this yeah. area because this you're never going away. Yeah. This is you. This is where you are. This is you. You know the geography. It's yeah, it yeah, yeah. To play here. It's like we have no. We have no. Uh, we we can't dictate that anymore. Oh. Like that's already the lay of the land. Or, unless but, we we know we come into another separation of the continent. <laughs> <laughs> you're never going anywhere. Yeah. You know. So it's, it's you gotta stay here. And, what the other thing I wanted to point out, which says really quick, is that. A lot of people probably forget, and and maybe some maybe even oblivious to it, but correct me if I'm wrong, uh, the reason why it's also a good thing for most Mexican teams, like for example, like an America team, right, who has a lot of star power, Latin American star power, is that their brand also grows in Central America too. I imagine there's a lot of uh, Club America fans in Central America, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I think any of the big teams in uh, in, in, in CONCACAF are going to have a fan base outside of their city, outside of their country. I'm sure there's uh, there's fans that uh, root for America in, uh, in Central America. And right. here in the U.S., as you can see, there's people who are not Mexican that root for America. I like America. I've grown up watching them. And, you know, I have uh, my ties to, to, to Mexican soccer come because they, they, they were born uh, here in the U.S. because Mexican soccer is big, is big here in, in the States. So um, I, I think that it, it sometimes it bothers, it bothers some of these coaches, it bothers some of these yeah. teams that they have to play uh, lower-tier lower competition as they might, uh, they might define, you know, Central American soccer. But yet again, uh, it's good for the region. In, or, in order for the competition to get better, you have to play the weaker teams versus the best teams. And it seems like each time, and each tournament, they do better. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't long ago when I would say, like, as far as 10 years ago, when those games between America and Comunicaciones might have ended 5-0 uh, in favor of America. And, you know, these, these teams wouldn't – the second game would be not important mm-hmm. in most occasions. And, and that's changed. Yeah. It's taken it's, – uh, we've seen, like, 180 degrees. The thing in Central America and some of these clubs, uh, the one thing that was – repeated throughout the press conferences leading up to this this round of games was the fact that the infrastructure yeah the economical part they don't have what mexico has for whatever reason you know we don't know why the mm-hmm. money might be mismanaged it's not being invested because fifa in, is investing in many of these countries but we're not seeing it in uh soccer development in, in this part of the world but the fact is that Costa Rica is a country that has invested. I've been in Costa Rica, yep. and you go there and you see how they've invested in their uh, in their uh, local football and building uh, fields, and, and it and it shows because they're here all the time, and it's not going to be long if you can keep Central America is going through the same thing. South American clubs go after they they compete and they do well. They start selling everything they can right. to be able to maintain their clubs. Right. Right. Hey, and, and then the other thing I was going to ask you uh, specifically about the Honduran teams, Motagua and Olympia, they always do very well as well. How did What did you make of their performance of those two teams in particular? Obviously, we still have to find out what happens tonight with uh, with the Sounders and Olympia. But uh, what have you uh, made of what they've uh, how, how they played so far? Well, I mean, uh, Motagua was disappointed. I expected more because they had a solid squad. That, that's a team that's been consistent. They've been winning uh, championships in Honduras for the past a couple of years, so I expected a little bit more from them, especially knowing that MLS teams are just now entering preseason while we're, like, close to. They're ending preseason, but uh, they're just starting their year, so a Motagua team should have more rhythm, should be flowing more, but against Atlanta, I saw them, you know, coming out scared. They came out to defend in the first half. They were attacked, and if it wasn't for the for the keeper and uh, a few shots on, on post, they would have gotten they probably would have gone back to Honduras with five or six you know against them so it sucks to see them play that way Olympia for example who won the last tournament they uh they they they've gotten they got rid of some of those players that were key in winning the 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 tournament they've won so I know they come into tonight's game uh tonight's game with a Mm 2-2 overall yep so it, it would be good can can they win? I mean, I think they have the players. They have uh, they have this guy that I like, uh, Benguche. Yeah, really good player. I don't see him staying in Olympia for much longer. He's very good. He's very solid. 
he's the type of player that can possibly go to Mexico and play in a, in a, in a team like Atlas or maybe uh, El Ascenso Mexicano. Or but maybe even the MLS. You know, they are playing the defending champions after also. I, if somebody I was there, just, just going to you know, say that. Yes, let's not forget that they're going to play the defending champion of MLS. So uh, it's going to be tough. If And if Olympia loses, then if it gets eliminated, then it's MLS against Liga, Liga MX. Yeah, the entire way. Um, so, Moises, actually, that shits me into another gear. And... Um, Right now, as we as uh, Super just mentioned, another year of MLS versus Liga MX. What do you make of the advantage that or disadvantage that MLS could have or has year after year, uh, as far as the when they're playing this tournament? Because we all know their season has even started, right? And a lot of these teams are playing their first official matchup without having played a single game. So, what do you make of that? Like, should Concacaf? Make a change in the schedule? Are you okay with that? What do you think? I think CONCACAF has allowed them to to make their own schedule, right? This is the the problem with U.S. sports, right? People don't like to, to admit it, but facts. Until they get in the FIFA calendar, is like, why are you special? Why are you different? Why do you get to play whenever you want to and the rest of the world gets to play uh, around the year like you're supposed to? And you see it in these tournaments. You can't transcend if you're not if your teams are not ready to compete at the highest level. We're not talking about the first round. This is not the first round of the Liga de Campeones de la CONCACAF. This is, this is quarterfinals. Right. This is a round of 16. You're supposed to be at 100%, and you can't use it as an excuse because if you don't like it, then you know you should push for MLS to change the, the calendar. They've been talking about this for 25 years, and it still hasn't happened. So, you, I mean, I don't see how we expect an MLS league to transcend to become one of the most powerful leagues in the world when you want to do... I mean, let's be real. Every sport in the U.S., Eastern Conference versus Western Conference, right. uh, division, it's a thing. That does not exist anywhere else around the planet. It's just a thing that we do here in the United States. And if we want to see this league grow, if we want to attract the best players, then, I mean, having so much time off, it sometimes it, it becomes a, a handicap. And I talked. I was recently talking to the DC United players about this, and you know they try to stay fit and disciplined and do what they what they're supposed to do. But it becomes an issue when when you get to these type of competitions. Yeah, and I think though, I think though that that's one thing they can't really, um, you know, like they're doing it because of again geographical uh, matters. I mean, this country is is, is pretty big, so. Flying from uh, the East Coast to the West Coast, you know, from California to New England, I don't think it, it's, you know, it's a little tougher than in, you know, in other countries, you know. So. Well, I don't, uh, I don't think it's a geographical. I mean, they're they're gonna do they're gonna do the trip no matter what. I mean, if we want to use the the excuse of maybe it's uh it's winter and it's too cold. I mean, I think it's more about the calendars and not competing against other sports like the NFL or competing against uh, baseball season. You know, you find a gap where you're one of the few sports that's being played. I think that has a lot to do with it. But until you say, hey, let's compete, you know, you have a, an audience for the sport, you can do it. If the thing was about the winter, then why not make domes? You know, that's, 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 <laughs> it's not, it, we, we can't use it. Yeah. We, we can't keep going and, and we can't keep using that as an excuse as, as to why MLS teams can't compete. The marketing is amazing. Yes. I'll give you that. The marketing, top notch. 
but on the field, you're getting outplayed. Yeah, you're losing every single time. If you win one series, you're celebrating like you won the tournament, and it doesn't work like that. You have to win a tournament, which you haven't done. Yeah, right now, like Mexican soccer is much greater than MLS by a lot. I think marketing wise, MLS is better than the Liga MX. Yeah, but uh, some of the Mexican some of the Mexican players have said it. You hear more about MLS than you do about Liga MX in Europe. But again, yeah, and I, again, I don't is is the MLS really complaining about this? I don't I don't think they complain. I think the the the, the more the people that complain the most is is like the Mexican soccer, like the fans. Uh, you know, they, we say that uh, it's it's a mediocre uh, tournament. But the MLS, I don't see them complaining. I don't see any MLS teams complaining well, MLS, about. I mean, I don't think it's not a complaint, but the thing is, they want to win it. Yeah. I don't think they're in this in this tournament just to participate. I don't think any soccer club goes into any tournament just to say, "Hey, you know what? We participated. This is this is not AYSO, right? This is a, a tournament. This is a regional tournament. You want to win because it's going to give you that bigger ticket to the FIFA World Cup of Clubs, right? That's where you expand your brand as a team and as a league." And they have not been to that point yet. If this uh, World Cup for clubs comes to fruition, that might be another avenue for teams to uh, compete at a higher level and uh, and really get their brands out there. As far as MLS, the teams we know about right now, LA Galaxy is probably the most popular team around the world when it comes to MLS. And then you have your now Miami Uh, Inter Miami hasn't played, but they're probably one of the most popular teams, LAFC, because of Carlos Vela. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny that I think Miami is going to be uh, more popular than, than most of the teams that have been here for, for since the start, you know, and just because of Beckham, you know. Uh, who, who's not going to know <laughs> Miami? Yeah, I think Beckham, funny, yeah. Yeah, Beckham has a lot of pull, and, and he has a lot of uh, he has a lot of weight. Obviously, the, the, the weight carries, uh, you know, The, the entire uh, the entire team, right? Um, hey, yeah. what says, I want to ask you something uh, specific to uh, uh, whether MLS teams, uh, and this is a question actually from SpeedyG31 on Instagram, whether MLS teams and uh, Liga MX teams should try to play in Copa Libertadores or should uh, did that bo boat sailed? Uh, what do you make of that? No, I think they need each other. I don't know about MLS teams because I think they would probably, they, they would probably get destroyed at this point. <laughs> I think uh, Liga MX teams, they have the experience. They've done it before. Yep. Uh, they've competed well. They've made it to finals. They've, got, they've lost um, finals by, by this much, right? Yeah. Uh, Chivas. Let's not forget Chivas. Pachuca has, Pachuca has won a, 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 a tournament. Not, not Libertadores. Sudamericana. Yeah. But still, like you see, I mean, we let's be honest. Conmebol does not want Mexican teams to win that tournament and it's and like it's, mexico winning copa america you can make it you can participate but we don't want you to win it right yeah, exactly. the thing is, these mexican teams now the way they're you know they're constructed they can compete you know we we, we can put a tigres the tigres that was annihilating rivals in, in clubs in mexico they would compete we can put we can put one of these america teams they would compete So, yeah, I, I want to see Mexican teams in Copa Libertadores because, that, uh, to be honest with you, as soon as Mexico left La Copa Libertadores, I stopped watching. I watched Boca, I watched River, 
I watch uh, some of the Brazilian teams. Uh, Colombia was doing well a few years ago, so they kind of caught my attention. But other than that, I really can care less about what happened. I think you're. Exactly. I think you're yeah. not alone, uh, Moises. I think that <laughs> that's uh, I, you know, and and it was actually big revenue that probably Comebol is losing because of that, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I mean, you remember back in the day working at Fox Deportes and Fox Sports, how huge it was, and how a lot of people would get pumped up and excited about those tournaments. But yeah. now it's like you're you're right, dude. Like I mean, I personally, I I know that the 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 quality and the skill of the tournament is fantastic. But the reality is that the marketing just kind of like went down the drain, at least here in the U.S., uh, and especially in Mexico, right? No, and, and, and here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, like, to that point. Copa Libertadores, uh, the level of football is high. It's great. But it lacks marketing, like you said. It lacks star power. Zero star power. That's Who it. do? Right now, let's talk about players that play there. They were like, oh, that's the star. No. Uh, my boy, uh, who was in Europe and failed in uh, the Brazilian team that just won. It's, it's escaping me right now. Eh, oh, el, uh, el, el equipo que acaba de ganar la Libertadores el año pasado que le ganó a River. Eh, Boca? <laughs> no, wey. El brasileño, wey. Oh, uh, I don't know. See, there you go. That just, that, that exactly. It goes to show you how much we watch La Libertadores. I, I could have sworn it was like Boca and River, no, but that no, was no. two years it's ago, it, right? No, it was, it was, uh, with the red and black uniform. Uh, I'm, la, the name Flamengo? I Flamengo? No, no. It's Flamengo. Flamengo. It was it Flamengo? Yeah, it was, right? That's the only red and black. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm not even going to say anything else because people are going to start like going, like, estos cabrones don't have another football. <laughs> because, dude, who it watches? Is, man, like, I'm telling you, we have, a, in my case, I have to cover a lot of sports out here. Like, I'm focused in D.C. sports, but I'm always, like, in the soccer world. And it just shows that we can care. I mean, I'm pretty much right now reading about Chivas, in caso de indisciplina, you know, uh, Uriel Antuna and all these things that are happening within the Mexican league, you know, that's what interest is what's of interest to me and the right. people who watch. And then I'm, uh, I'm following the Salvadoran league and I'm following the Honduran league and right. the Guatemalan league and MLS, you know, so yeah. to go to Copa Libertadores after, after the first round, I'll tune in and I'm like, all right, let's see what's happening. Yeah. No, not only that, Moises, but then you, you didn't really even mention uh, the EPL, Champions League in addition to that. Exactly, yeah, yeah, 100%. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, I would say this market, but I think most of the U.S. is very Barcelona and Real Madrid, wherever you go. Right. And then now, like, if you really, really love the sport, you love, like, the quality of play in, in England, and you can appreciate what Liverpool is doing right now, and you're like, whoa. I, I, I think the last time we saw that type of play by Liverpool was Let's, when they beat uh, AC Milan in the final, and I think uh, Crespo has scored like three goals or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's not forget about Juventus because of the Cristiano Ronaldo uh, um, yeah. name. So yeah, course, yeah. So. Uh, no, I know. Hey, really quick, uh, Moises, I know that um, you know you're about to uh, get. We're about to wrap you up right here, but before we do, I want to actually. Uh, get your prediction for tonight's game. So I'll ask you prediction for both of the games. So first with uh, Olympia and uh, Sounders. Uh, who do you think moves on? Man, I would want Olympia to win, but I don't see it happening. I think Sounders are going to take them take okay. out. All right. It's going to be straight up Mexico versus uh, <laughs> the U.S. Oh, it's okay. My next question was actually LAFC versus Leon. Uh, do you think? Uh, uh, I'm lying. Yeah, yeah. I, nah, it's not happening. I mean, I, nah. besides me not being an LAFC fan, 
they're not. Leon's gonna take them on. I think I told you that before. It's, I Leon, it's a good team. They're yeah. underrated more than anything. And I think back in in Guanajuato, they just showed that you know one Carlos Vela looked like he was out of shape, and, and yeah. two, uh, that's a perfect example of MLS teams coming coming into the into this tournament and not being ready physically, right. not having that rhythm. Right. Uh, super. What do you think about the the two games? No, I th I think Sounders is gonna take it for sure. Um, and yeah, I, I agree with him. I, I, I would love to see LAFC take this, uh, advance to the next, Not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, and, uh, but Leon is gonna, is gonna take it. I don't, I don't see LAFC. Yeah. I think it's it, really, it's a daunting test for, for especially because of what he said that, that they're not in the rhythm is not there. Yeah. You know, it's like their second official game. So yeah. Right. No, no, no. Right. Um, hey, yeah. hey, unless Vela scores three goals. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I think that would make Super Mojados Day, wouldn't it? Yes, it would, man. Super Mojados. Hey, you're an LFC fan? Of course uh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, con razón estaba ahí llorando que hoy, oh, give away the shirt, give the shirt, <laughs> yeah, that's the shirt. I think this fool, I think this fool, like, he was the one. He he participating in, in he's participating in the raffle. Uh, yeah, he that put was his name under like three hundred different aliens. Yes, that was an account created by me, so uh, that's what. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> uh, no, hey, the really quick, uh, uh, Moises. I actually we're gonna give away this uh this little camiseta right here. Uh, let me uh see if I can just show it really quick. I start. It's the official El Tri online T-shirt. Actually, we're gonna send uh one out to you as a little regalito. Uh, nice. but also what we want to do is we're going to give you a couple of names and you're going to actually raffle one out. All right. So, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to have pick out 10 names and then yeah. el que, del que te acuerdes, I guess just pick one out and then whoever you end <laughs> up picking out, then, uh, that's who, uh, who we're going to give it to. Okay. El super mojado. <laughs> <laughs> Iva, okay, so th these are the names, okay? Uh, and then uh, you tell me, you tell me the the name that, that you like. All right, Chente Power, Edwin Casares, El Migi Gol, Mikey Three Two Three, Gio Garcia Le, RSQ Bear, Speedy G Trinta, you know, Ludubert Entertainment, Ricardo Garcia, Samuel Samuel Gumpers, Leo H Diecinueve. Lunch special geo. <laughs> Uli Udidet Once, Eddie Yael 23, Fernie Zuwap. Oh, aquí está super mojado. Ese no vale. <laughs> y por último, los últimos dos, Galaxy Men 92 and the Enajar 8. A ver de quién te acuerdas. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Galaxy Men 92 is, is competing for the LAFC jersey? No, 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 no. Is esos for... son los nombres que nos están mirando And one no, of them is gonna This is for la playera de ETO a, This is for the ETO t-shirt I like the Galaxy Because I'm a Galaxy man uh, <laughs> I like that Chente Chente Gol, that was cool And the uh, Mikey Lunch <laughs> No, <laughs> pues escoge uno Escoge uno, pick one I'm gonna have to give it to uh, My man uh, Chente Gol <laughs> That's pretty cool Chente Power, Chente, no, Chente Power. Chente Power, yeah. Este vale, pues entonces Chente Power is officially the winner of the playera. There it is, the ETO t-shirt. So we actually just started coming out with these. So for those of you guys out there, if you guys want to get a hold of one of those uh, beautiful camisetas, we're accepting donations kindly. So please uh, send us your PayPal or send us your... Uh, 
¿Cuál es eso? De cuál? What are the method of payments? Okay. Eh, oh, no, ¿sabes sí. qué? Páguenos mejor con Bitcoin. Venmo. Oh. Aceptamos donaciones de cualquier manera. If you guys want a t-shirt, all right? But either way. Hey, te voy a pagar con unos tacos, güey. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I thought you were gonna pick the lunch para ver si saca los tacos el güey. Ah, bueno. Le vamos a cambiar el handle a Roba Lunch. Roba Lunch. All right, Moisés. So uh, we want to thank you very much again for participating, dude. Give us your final words, dude. What do you want to say uh, hey, to your man, fans? You guys are doing a great job. I've seen this website grow so much within the past. I think two years. It's amazing. The type of coverage for everybody that's watching. Uh, you can follow me on Emily Nares DC, Emily Nares DC. Make sure to drop your comments on this page because as uh, some of you might know, when it comes to sports, we want to read your comments. We want to see what you think about. There's no such thing as a dumb comment. You're a fan. You right. have the right to speak your mind. So let these guys know what, they, what they're doing, how you feel about their work. If you like a picture, if you didn't like it, if it was crappy, that's probably <laughs> fault. So you let him know that. But other than that, man, as soccer fans, this is only going to get better with your help. So I hope that you guys really embrace what we're trying to do here. El Tria Online is a pioneer when it comes to Mexican soccer in the U.S. Don't be fooled. There's a lot of people trying to do this stuff, but it's not easy. So. Oh, okay. what I got, man. Okay, Moy, estuvo perrón ese discurso. Now, let me just ask you one question. ¿Cuánto te pagó el, el, el Joe? Mi madre, ese güey es mi hermano. That's my brother from another mother, man. Like, this guy has been with me. Hey, this guy has been with me since I was, since I had nothing. Since I was trying to get on TV, I was working production. I was asking a lot of the guys back there where we used to work for help, and a lot of guys just turned their backs on me, and some people laughed at the fact that I said that I wanted to be in on TV, that I wanted to do sports, that I wanted to do play-by-play. -play. And, like, these guys used to set, set me up in a booth, right? And I used to stay after work, and I used to do my play-by-play -play by myself. And, you know, like, lo and behold, a few years later, now here I am. So that's the only way we get to move in this world, that we help each other out. So awesome. when it comes to stuff like this, you know, like, I always have his back, and I feel it's, uh, the, the love, is it, it reciprocates. Ahí está. Well said, Moises. Thank you very much, dude. We really appreciate your support. And again, make sure that you follow Moises Linares, as he mentioned, at M Linares DC on in his Instagram page and uh, on Twitter as well, right? You said? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Órale, pues. All right, man. I got to go to work, man. You guys take my time. Órale, pues. Gracias, Moises, and take care, dude. We'll talk to you soon, brother. All right. Ahí está, canijo. Eso es todo, man. ¿A quién le pagamos? No, manches. He gave you the perfect, uh, you know, the perfect uh, description of a tree online. And like I said, I don't know, man. Did you buy no, tacos? No. Chelas? No, no, no. perfect endorsement. Uh, yeah. That's what you're saying, right? Uh, the endorsement. There you go. There yeah. You go. No, no. Uh, you know, for, uh, you know, Moises and I go back way, way back. Uh, and before he was, uh, you know, the big time anchor that he is. Actually, uh, him and I, as he mentioned, we do go way back. We work together at Fox Sports. And uh, actually, you know, it's really cool. Um I didn't want to say this. I don't want, I, no le quería, you know, to boost him up his, his ego. <laughs> Not that he needs it, but uh, he's going to be going to Tokyo to Tokyo uh, for Telemundo oh, uh, to cover nice. the Olympics. So, awesome. you know, it's pretty cool. He's going to get a chance to uh, to cover the Olympics uh, for the network. And, and it's great, man. He's done a great job. He's put in his work. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. In order for you to get to where you want to, it doesn't happen overnight. People need to grind. We need to keep working hard. We need to keep making sure that, 
We just stay consistent. And that's what he has done. You know, he's done that. His uh, perseverance is what has allowed him to get to where he wants to get to. So, you know, kudos to him. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I cannot be any more happy uh, for Moises that he's actually where, where he is right now. Super, let's uh, move on to another topic. I mean, it was great to uh, have Moises on, but uh, now we're going to welcome uh, another uh, member of the ETO podcast. Our, um, ¿Está dormido ese o qué canijos? A ver, no sé, wey, ¿cómo, quién, ¿cómo lo miras? ¿A quién viene? A ver. ¿Se peinó? ¿Se peinó? A ver, tráelo. A ver, we're going to welcome in Edwin Cáceres. A ver, a ver, a ver, a ver. Edwin. Salúdalo, a ver si te contesta a ti. Ese Edwin. What up, man? ¿Qué onda? ¿Qué onda? What's going on? What's going on, guys? What's up with you, man? It's, you know, estabas dormido. Were you sorry. listening to the podcast? What's going sorry, on? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> es que, es que I'm still thinking about the Nahuel goal, you know? Ah. Oh, <laughs> it, still has me, it still has me up there. <laughs> sí, sigue chillando, ¿qué onda? Oh, oh, todavía tienes el no, 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 no. Tienes el crucifijo en la mano todavía. From, I'm, uh... still, I'm, still, I'm still in the mood. I'm still, I'm still, celebrating, I'm still celebrating Tigres. And there you go. Well, I was gonna say, you still praying or? Yeah. Uh, hey, Edwin. We, oh. we uh, all right. So we already spent enough time on Tigres. Congratulations. Let's get it over with. You know, uh, we we're, we want to talk about something else, dude. Uh, we want to talk about the extranjeros really quick because, uh, as we all know, uh, MLS gets back on track this weekend. We have some pretty exciting matchups, and that's what we want to talk. Uh, about next uh, the first game obviously the biggest one probably of the weekend I'm pretty sure it's going to be highly rated on the TV stations Bella versus Pizarro give me your thoughts on that matchup please uh, I'm sorry which uh, I barely was ever barely ever Ooh, to hear you what uh, match did you say I'm sorry Bella versus Pizarro Bella versus, Bella versus Pizarro I think I think it'll be a good game I think I don't know what to expect from Inter de Miami, honestly. Um, uh-huh. It's a team that, that so far we only know Pizarro. That's the only player that we know, or that we're more that we hurt most of them because I mean because we follow Liga MX, and I mean to me it's it's an I don't know it's it's I don't I don't really have a result. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> uh, I know from from LAFC they already had a couple of matches, but we'll see we'll see what happens. It's an interesting game. Hey, wait. Well, all right. Well, listen. Primero que nada, eh, saca los cafés, ¿no? ¿Qué onda? Because this traes solo para ti. ¿Sabes solo para ti? No, no, no. And then, and then this, this matchup is Pizarro versus Bella. That's, that's it, man. This, right. It's, el, ellos dos y diez más. So, I think it should be interesting. That's the, what the, the, well, the focus I mean, is on right now. I mean, we, like you said, we don't know what to expect from uh, Inter, but... Uh, um, who cares? The, right now, the focus me. is... <laughs> it surprises me to say that Supermojado as an LAFC fan and saying that it's only Vela. I mean, with Rossi, well, with, uh, with uh, uh, Tisniega, it's, it's a great goalie. It's a great Mexican goalie that used to play for Real Sociedad. I mean, you, yeah. guys, you guys got players that they're taking over the MLS. Yes, yes. Uh, LAFC is a, is a great team, and they've shown it. Uh, intern, we'll see. This is their first test of you know their their introduction to the league, to the world. And and listen, I yeah, I I do have like um, I'm a fan of LAFC, but again, Pizarro, and I'm a fan of Chicharito. I'm a, I'm a fan of soccer in general. Yeah. Not really, you know, like 
you know, 100%. It was a Colorado. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. No, I think that it, it, it really is. Like, on paper, it's the most exciting matchup, but because of, of the two high-profile names. Uh, now, the next game... I, I, what's up? Go ahead. No, no. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you agree, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, is, it, is, it is actually a great match. It's, it, it, it's one of those matches where you're like, you're interested to see what Pizarro is going to do in the league and what Diego Diego Alonso is bringing is bringing to the table with Inter de Miami. Yeah. But I think the match to watch will be the one this Saturday, the Houston Dynamo against LA Galaxy, just because everything, all the eyes are going to be in Chicharito. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Yeah. Hundred percent. Well, the good thing is, is they're mm-hmm. on different days. There's it's, it's yeah. a Saturday and Sunday. So yeah. yeah. And actually, I, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, super to cut you off. And actually, we're gonna be there. Edwin, uh, Samara, and myself, we're gonna be there covering that oh, game. So nice, nice. Uh, you know, so we're gonna get a chance to watch Chicharito like up close and personal and see like you know uh, what uh, what we make of it. But anyway, go ahead, dude. Sorry to cut <laughs> you off. I just wanted to uh, no, throw no, that I, promo I there. I think <laughs> that uh, uh, it's gonna be that. Two matches that everyone everyone's looking for, you know. Yeah. Because forward to so, um, because Chicharito, like you said, it's the biggest star in the league as the the new biggest star of the league. So, um, and then of course Pizarro against Bella, a great matches to look forward to. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So I think that that's definitely one of those good matches. Uh, and then the last match uh, that has a, uh, another of the notable names is Sporting KC. Uh, that's going to be, um, uh, you know, the, the debut of also of, of Alan Pulido. Um, and then obviously, uh, you know, you got San Jose taking on um, yes. on uh, Toronto FC. So I've been, I've been saying it, Las Chivas, las, the real Chivas Galacticas are <laughs> taking over the MLS. So you see this, what, just imagine what could have been if, Chivas decided to go for this all these players. Yeah, no, <laughs> it no yeah, been yeah, yeah. If they, if they had, yeah, yeah. I mean, because all those t- all those players, Pizarro, Vela, uh, Chicharito, uh, Pulido, Alanis, yeah. hasta, hasta el Matias, you know, uh, yeah. they had hands with everybody there. So That's at one point or another, they all had something to do with Chivas. <laughs> so I, I mean, it, it is. It's true. Hasta el, hasta, hasta el, hasta el, el güero fierro. Güero. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Yeah, you're absolutely right. So anyway, I think all of us are excited about the MLS season. I think honestly, and I can speak freely about this, and some people may talk smack on me, especially people that know me for many years. uh, But I am not ashamed to say that this is probably the most excited that I've been about the MLS season getting underway. You know, a lot of star powers, a lot of storylines. So what can I say? What can I say? It's good for the league. man. It's good for the country. It's, it's true. I mean, all the eyes are in the MLS right now just because of the great season that Carlos Vela had last season. And Chicharito now trying to see if he can top that. Yeah. You know, it is it is exciting. And there's a lot more players that came to the MLS that, that we, we don't really pay attention to, but that might bring a little more exciting soccer to, to the table, you know? No, you're right. Actually, there's a lot of players out there, like non-Mexican but the thing about the Mexican mm-hmm. players is that they add a lot of marketing power. Oh, yeah. That's the, yeah. That's yeah, the one difference. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. You can bring a, like, unless you bring a player like Slatan, you know what I mean, who's like a game changer at any level. Uh, you know, even if you bring like, you know, like somebody as good as Sergio Ramos, you saw them bring Wayne Rooney, you know what I mean? Guys like that, that are still really popular, mm-hmm. but they don't have the marketing power yeah. that the players from Liga MX have, especially the stars, you know. Between Vela, Chicharito, and uh, Pizarro, I mean, those guys, 
are probably like three of the most recognizable names in in all of Mexican soccer. Yeah, yeah, and let's not forget about That's now true, yeah. um, it um El Morro de Tigres. Oh yeah, Jurgen Dam, right? Jürgen There's a saying that. Jurgen Dam. Yeah, Where's he going? Atlanta. 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 Is that well, confirmed? Jurgen Dam. It's right. not confirmed. I I know that uh, I've saw that he that's the most likely destination. Him, yeah. yeah. Who? Uh, uh, to Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, going to going to Atlanta. It will. From what I heard from one of the one of one of uh, the anchors or people that are great, really close to to every player in Mexico, to the players that have played in the national team or right. players that kind of have a name out there, is that, yeah, he's going to sign like a three-year contract with Atlanta United or he has a great contract signed already? Yeah, so, well, he, he already announced that he's leaving. So yeah. he, mm-hmm. he did a press conference that he said he's leaving. Right, yeah. Wasn't he crying and, too? Well, I didn't see him cry, but... Uh, um, That's what <laughs> I, I'm, yeah. I'm not kidding. Like I'm not saying this like you well, know like because to make fun. El, el, el tuca, el tuca, you know. Lo regañó. Told, yeah, and he said, "Listen, <laughs> I don't want any anybody that doesn't want to be here. The the door is big yeah, enough. Well, you course. can go." So. Hey, really quick, uh, somebody well, asked well. us. Uh, hold on, I, I want to get into some comments and and uh, be, sorry to cut you off really quick. Uh, they want us to go back to Chicharito because they're asking if he should be the captain against Houston. Edwin, you're going to be covering that game. So, what do you think? I mean, I don't think there's any other, just because all the marketing, all the people that are going to be watching Chicharitos because he's the focus of the game, of the, of the team. He's a star of the team. He's a brand player that they brought. I think he should be the captain. I and because of the career he has had. And, and they already gave it to him. I don't think they're going to take it away anymore. So, you know, unless he's out of the field, I don't see them taking that as a, as a you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be that's yeah. gonna be kind of mm-hmm. tough if they if they want to do that. Um, hey, really quick, I want to yeah. just remind everybody that because uh, uh, there was a guy, a ver quién está. Edson Aguayo was saying, aparte de que dijo arriba la América, dice, pues qué pues con la camisa de atrás, pues cuál camisa, which la one? De las Chivas, güey. That's why he said <laughs> arriba la. Uh, oh, bueno, pues. I thought he was talking about uh, the 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 ETO uh, playera, the one that was right behind you, super. A ver, uh, let's put, there you go, that one, pero, that's the right. one. Yo pensé que hablaba de esa. No, no, recuérdale, güey, uh, recuérdale. Maybe, maybe he's mad because he didn't win it. Uh, no, well, nobody won the, la, la de, la, la de las Chivas y las de México. La estamos regalando la del Tree Line, and the guy that won the ETO one was Chente Power. Actually, uh, Moises Linares, who was with us a little bit earlier, is the one that gave that, uh, that jersey away to him, so... Again, congratulations to Chente Power. Chente Power, make sure you send us a message on Instagram so that way you can claim your camiseta de el ETO, okay? Um, all right, uh, Edwin, so again, uh, big, big weekend coming up for uh, MLS this this uh, opening weekend, and everybody's excited about that. But uh, we're running out of time, so now we're going to switch gears and talk about the other league. Oh, oh the oh, other league. Truchas, eh, porque luego me la otra. <laughs> Échala, mira, saludos al Oscar, saludos al Oscar Cruz. Ah, bueno. Eso es todo. ¿Ese qué está haciendo? ¿No está in. jugando? They're probably playing la cascarita ahí. No, dice que invita al debate. No, luego no vienen, no vienen. No, but, but están invitados siempre. Todos están invitados al debate. Everybody's welcome. Hey, Joe, somebody is saying that falta tu máscara. No, él <laughs> no, ya la, la trae tengo. aquí, el güey. Dile que no manches, que ya la tengo bien puesta. Um, all right, hey, uh, so I want to talk about Liga MX, but uh, before we get into the uh, the round that was, I actually want to get into the results from last week. So, a oh, ver, boy. a ver cómo te fue it. la semana pasada. Let's, super, hear, right? it, Let, let's hear it, Let's hear it. 
Ahí está mi súper. <risa> Marca, felicitaciones casi, a este. casi perfecto, ¿eh? Felicitaciones <risa> a, a Lugo, ¿verdad? Hey, but you at him. You're beating, you're beating him in the season, yeah, dude. Yeah, ya sabes, ya sabes. You're beating him <risa> en, en, lo que va la, en lo que va la temporada, so. All right. Ah. Ya tenemos que, este, alivianarnos porque si no, yeah, nos pasa. Yeah, yeah. Si, no, si no, te va a cargar la, el, la, el corrido. Uh, all right, so let's talk about this week's games. Uh, so... Edwin, uh, this week uh, we have yeah. Toluca versus Monterrey, San Luis, Juarez, Monarcas, Cruz Azul, Tijuana, Puebla, among some of the more notable games. Uh, pero a ti, from the entire season, I mean entire season, entire round, which is, uh, which is the game that you're looking forward to the most? Which one stands out the most for you? Uh, for me, honestly, I just want to see Monterrey against Toluca. The reason why, because I want to see Monterrey able to, you know, Take uh, win at least a single game and from there move up and try to fight for the Liguilla. I don't know. I think Lucas not doing is not being consistent on the game, and I think Monterrey is eager to get that to get that win. So I think it's going to be an interesting game coming from two two uh, um, coaches. They're not that are not super. Uh, they don't play they don't play offensively much, uh -huh. but they they're eager to get that to get the win and get the result now. Uh, super, what about you? Which is the game that you're looking forward to the most? And do not say Chivas. Yo, I mean, it's, it's because every match right now is, it's not really, there's nothing, uh, mm. nothing there, man. It's, it's Leon Chivas. That's, that's, there's nothing there, dude. I, I would say, yeah, Monterrey, but Monterrey sucks right now. <laughs> One more lose and they're out. You, you know, know, you know that Super is actually, uh, seriously looking forward to watching Cruz Azul. That's what no he really manches, wants to watch. No manches, Cruz Azul, Monarcas. I mean, you know, they're playing good. I mean, I would say that one. I mean, they're they're doing, you know, okay. Cruz Azul. Super, super wants to watch America win. That's really what he wants, <laughs> ¿Qué pasó? right? ¿Qué pasó? Me ofendes. <laughs> no es cierto, jefe. <laughs> oh, all right. Man. So, all right. So, again, I don't think there's, there really isn't, though, one that really stands out. No, there's it's not. A, it's a pretty evenly... Yeah. I don't want to say crappy, but not the best of, uh, of the jornadas, it's, it's right? Like, yeah, you got uh, some, you know, like I said, Chivas, and they have to, like, again, come back to... This is going to be the, the the best test for them, yeah. you know, Leon, because it's one of the That's best a tough teams, matchup. The, one of the toughest matchups that they're going to have this season. So, you know, and then they've been El Clásico, Tapatio, so um, they have to... I'm, I. I mean, I don't think it's to be much of a test uh, for for Chivas. Uh, Leon is playing a pretty good soccer. I think Chivas only needs all it needs to do is just take advantage of Leon playing two, three games in a week, and and just try to get that that tie, that one point. Yeah, that's gonna be their best. Uh, that's gonna be their hope that they're tired for by comes Sunday. And uh, and that's another thing that the game changed due to the game Leon versus uh, LAFC for, mm -hmm. from tonight. So it changed to Sunday because Chivas usually right. plays on right. Saturday nights. So um, right. that's gonna be on I, Sunday. I haven't night. seen Chivas played in, on a Sunday. That's at home too, right? That's in, in that's, uh, in that's a home, and that's gonna be uh, yeah. They uh, a long time ago. They no, no, I know. I, what I what I was gonna say was that, that I remember when I was little that uh, Chivas was a team that used to play always Sunday afternoon. That was like their 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 time at at, at least the home games. Yeah. Uh, really quick, I want to give a couple of shout outs to all the people tuning in or that have tuned in through uh, today. Alex 150 or, or underscore 150 says hello, hello back. 
Y pues ya sabemos que nos mandaron, que me dijeron que me ponga mi máscara. Los Karim, saludos también. A José Chávez, Juan Ramón, 393, Galaxy Man 92, Sophie Alcazar, Sir Benjamin Tates. A mí se me hace que el Moisés le hubiera regalado la, la camiseta ese, ¿no? Sir, Sir Benjamin Tates. Tates. <risa> Set Photos. Ay, el Moisés también andaba aquí mirándonos. Se me hace que ya nos colgó. Uh, so, anyway, um, let's talk about America. They're in first place right now. They barely beat Comunicaciones yesterday. So, Super, is this really the, the, the America that we're going to see from now until the end of the season? Or is it just a little mirage that, uh, that uh, you know, this America is showing us? No, well, like I said, I think they were, like, they came into this game, like, overconfident. They probably thought they were going to, you know, just go walk. It was a walk in the park. Right. But, um, you know, that's, uh, I think that it's going to be different in La Liga. And, um, and we'll see what happens now with this injury that he had. Uh, um, el morrito este. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's kind of, they're, they're talking about that, um, the guy that was going to go to Inter is coming back. Mm. And that's the the question right now that we have. Yeah. Go ahead. Eh, este, no, I was going to ask the same question to Edwin. Edwin, uh, what do you make of America? Like, are, are they the deserving, uh, you know, deserving of that position? Or is there a team that's better than them right now in Liga MX? I mean, if you talk about deserving, I think Pumas is there is more of the first place than America. But then again, they're showing... The level of the Liga MX is as in right now, same as Tigres, um, same as Cruz Azul. They all struggle in a way in their away games uh, um, against the teams from Central America. And they kind of struggle a little bit too in the in this past game. So, I mean, I, I don't I don't think there's much of this there being. I think this just, they're just being lucky and getting the results and the points that they they need to to be in the, in the first place. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and they're playing Necaxa, man. You know. Mm. <laughs> bueno. Hey, so te va, te, te va a regañar wow, Samara. Te eh? va a regañar Samara, ¿no? Hey, Samara, saludos. <laughs> super, is not, super is not excited at all for the yeah. Liga de Apparently not, right? He's <laughs> he's capping out for MLS and all the MLS games. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So, Edwin, uh, with that, uh, we want to say thank you very much, brother, for tuning in. As always, you got uh, 15 segundos. Give us your final thoughts. Final thoughts, just keep watching Pachuca, man. Pachuca's going to take it all. I'm, I'm betting you it's going to take that trophy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just excited to see you guys come down over here. <laughs> I'm excited, guys, to see you coming down here for the for the Houston against LA Galaxy. And hopefully we'll get to see a good game. We'll see how Chicharito is going to do in the MLS. Absolutely. Which I think Pulido, yeah, I think Pulido is going to do a little better than Chicharito, but we'll see. Yeah, and uh, don't forget <laughs> to follow Edwin at uh, E-D-D-Y-A-E-L-23. Ahí está, even spelled it out for you. Otra vez, ahí está. At his Instagram uh, page, all right? So, Edwin, thank you very much again for tuning in, brother. We'll catch you. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, actually. All right, sounds good, guys. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Right, Yo, take pues, care. Ahí está, super. Eso es todo, man. Nice. Yes, you know what time? Acabando. You know what time? You know what time it is? Oh boy! No man, come on! Las predicciones. Oh, las predicciones. Ay, Ay, decir, no manches, ¿qué pasó? El, al circo, <laughs> nos vamos. <laughs> All right, no, no. What we're gonna do now is actually we're gonna show uh, Hugo. Hugo Bernal is not here with us right now, but he did send us a little tape. 
Yes, and of his predictions, up. right? No, you know what? Actually, do you have the? No, no, no. I'll go with him first. Dale, de todos dale, modos, como quieras, de todos modos, para que no hagas trampa. Ahí va. Here's Hugo. I stopped me super. So the good thing is that you were not able to hear him. <laughs> ah, que mi Hugo. Okay, que so. Que la carrita asada, el güey. Nos know, antoja right? nada más. <laughs> Puros antojitos con este canijo. Okay. So super, let's go ahead and uh, I'll, I'll read off the, uh, the, the, the games and you give me your prediction. Okay, Orale. San Luis contra Juarez. Hey, man. I think Juarez is really, you know, el caballo negro de esta, de esta jornada, de este torneo. All right, Juarez. Okay. Toluca contra Monterrey. Who wins? I've been saying this. El campeón regresa. Monterrey. Okay. Cruz Azul contra Morelia. O Morelia contra Cruz Azul, más bien. Ah, uh, you know. Morelia le para la racha. Empate. All right. Pachuca contra Querétaro. Pachuca, Querétaro. Querétaro is coming back. All right. So Querétaro wins. Yes. Okay. Ma América, Necaxa. América. All right. Pumas contra Tigres. O más bien Tigres contra Pumas. Empate. Chivas León en Guadalajara. Hey, arriba las Chivas, nos vamos con las Chivas. Ok, por último Santos contra Atlas. Who wins? Santos. Hey Luis, ya cámbiate de equipo, güey, me cae. <ríe> Luis Pérez. <ríe> Se lo lleva Santos. Bueno, pues, all right, super. All right, dude. I think it's se nos acabó el tiempo. All right. That's it, dude. Well, that's it. That's it. Ah, oh, man. Hey, sabes que, and I think, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken, I think uh, también se nos fue nuestro feed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but it's okay. They were able to see most of the show. So, uh, final words. Well, let's Como go siempre. watch el LAFC contra León, güey. Está por arrancar. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, ahí está. Done. All right. So, I want to thank everybody who uh, tuned in today. On behalf of El Super Mojado, Moises Linares, Edwin Cáceres, I'm Joe Rodriguez. Make sure to follow me at Worldwide Mexican on my Instagram page. 
follow El Tren Line. Thank you very much for tuning in y nos vemos hasta la próxima. 